Welcome to Origin Gate's daily podcast, Wisdom's Echo. My name is Robbie Venter, sharing an insight of the day. Last time we talked about the role of leadership in the body of Christ, and we looked at a particular leader in the scriptures that uh, behaved in a way that was very empowering um, to someone that was called to transformation, and that was, of course, King Artaxerxes, who resourced Nehemiah and and assisted him in his mission to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. In today's podcast, we're going to continue looking at how leaders in the body of Christ are called to conduct themselves when it comes to the concept of transformation, this time looking at the life of Nehemiah. So what do we know about Nehemiah? Well, the first thing I want to point out is the fact that the scripture doesn't say and Yahweh told Nehemiah to go and rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. It actually happened when he heard about the state and the condition of Jerusalem that it bothered him. And it says that Yahweh put it in his heart. And so he took initiative. Firstly, he took initiative And secondly, he took action. He saw something that needed to be addressed. And in his heart, he developed a strategy. He developed a vision. And as a leader, it was his role and his responsibility in the position that he was in to be able to take what was in his heart and then articulate and communicate what the scope, what the practical implications are for the outworking of that vision. He needed to know exactly what types of resources he needed and the amount of resources he needed and the time required to fulfill the the project. The scripture doesn't say, I do what the Father tells me to do. And I think that a lot of times as believers, We're waiting around for the Father to tell us what to do. And I want to point out that this is not what Nehemiah did. He had something in his heart and he took initiative, developed the scope, articulated it to the right people, secured the resources, um, and then shared the vision with those that were actually willing to do what it takes to implement the vision that was in his heart. So the challenge that I see a lot of people facing today, at least people that I talk to, is that they're waiting for an instruction from Yahweh to proceed with something that He's already placed in their heart. And I think that part of the reason that is, is because we tend to think that if something comes from us, then it's bad, and if it comes from Yahweh, then it's good. But here's the deal. I... I, had an encounter not too long ago with the father and he asked me he said take out your heart and give it to me and so this was of course in the realms of the spirit and so I did I took out my heart and I gave it to Yahweh and in my in myself I was expecting him to look for flaws I was expecting him to point out the things that needed fixing I was expecting him to point out issues and I was expecting correction and as he held my heart in his hand my whole heart lit up beaming out with light all these different patterns and calculations and it was this living projection that lit up like the whole sky 
And he looked at it with such amazement. Then he looked me in the eye and he said, you have an amazing heart, gave it back to me and things went on. And so in, in this encounter, I think that what, what I learned is that our, our heart, especially when we're born again, when we're a new creation, born again from above, according to the seed of God, then who we are and what we carry at the core of our being isn't bad, but it's good and it's of Yahweh. And so uh, looking, looking back at the story of Nehemiah, we have an example of someone that engaged with what was in his heart without an instruction, without a command. Right, And so he literally just took initiative, and after he recognized what was in his heart, he, yeah, like I said, he had the ability to articulate in very practical ways the steps that were required, the resources that were required, the, the human resources that were required um, to be able to go, go forward and implement his vision. And one of the words... Uh, that I want to look at in relation to the story of Nehemiah is we know that once he told King Artaxerxes what he needed and how long he needed uh, to go and implement his vision, he said a very powerful word. He said to him, therefore send me. And it's interesting as I was looking at the scripture, he didn't ask the king to release him, but he asked the king to send him. And there's a very powerful uh, symbol metaphor here for us that when we are sent when the authority of someone is backing our mission right and that in this case the king backed him by giving him the authorization papers by giving him the resources by leveraging his relational capital to put all of that behind Nehemiah uh, Nehemiah recognized that it was important for him to be sent by the king to go and fulfill his mission. And I think the thing that we can learn from that, um, especially in my own life, when I have had something in my heart to do, um, I've gone to the leaders that Yahweh has assigned me to and assigned them to me. I've gone to the leaders in my life and explained to them what is in my heart and what I feel to do. And it's not like I'm asking for permission, but by sharing uh, my vision, my strategy, my ideas with the leaders in, in my life, I get their backing and I get their support. And in many cases, I get their input as well. And so this was something that Nehemiah certainly followed in his process as well. So something that we all hear very often um, in circle of believers is God told me to do this God told me to do that and I'm sure in a lot a lot of cases that that is true but even being a father myself I know that when you have small children that are immature that's the way that you have to you have to talk to them you have to give them a lot of instruction and a lot of commands you have to tell them to do things because at that age, they don't have the ability and the experience or the maturity to take initiative or to do things on their own. But as we grow and mature, the nature of our relationship with Yahweh and the dynamic in that relationship seems to shift. And there's been a lot of times when I've approached Yahweh and I've said to him, do you want me to do this or do you want me to do that? And he's been completely silent. Whereas in the early days of my walk, 
um, I, I would get clear answers, go left, go right, straight, up, down, etc. And so I think that for a lot of us, we're used to operating on the basis of obedience and reaction and responding to instruction. But what happens when, um, as a father, he's simply there saying, I'm backing you to fulfill the thing that I've placed in your heart. And so I want to make a distinction here that slaves wait for instructions and slaves follow instructions sons take initiative and nehemiah is an example of a son that took the bull by the horns and he took initiative so he transformed a nation and brought it into alignment with its blueprint and here's the important thing to note without an instruction and I just think that that's very, very interesting for us to look at. And he did that by, first of all, paying attention to what was in his heart, honoring what was in his heart, and then developing a strategy and a plan and an outworking to bring correction to the areas that bothered him. And one of the pieces of advice that a mentor of mine gave me once that really stuck with me throughout the years is he said, use something you love to change something you hate. And in Nehemiah's case, this seems to be what he did. There was something that really, really bothered him. And uh, so he used um, his ability to develop strategy, to uh, secure resources, to build a team, to articulate his vision. He used all these strengths that he clearly carried to change something that really bothered him. And yeah, like I said, he... he was the leader that facilitated bringing together the vision, the people, and the resources. And we noticed that Moshe did a very similar thing. He brought together the resources, the vision, and the people, and through the overlapping of those three things, there was a materialization on earth what they engaged with in heaven, what he engaged with in heaven. So the difference between Moshe and Nehemiah is obviously for Nehemiah, he, he engaged with what was in his heart, Whereas Moshe engaged with the pattern that Yahweh showed him in the mountain. And you know what? It's not like one is right or the other is wrong. They're just different ways of actually walking out um, what they were called to do. So bringing the life of Nehemiah back to the point of our discussion, which is the role of leaders in the body of Christ. What would a leader like Nehemiah have shown up like in today's day and age? What would that look like in our context? We're so used to equating leadership in the body of Christ to preaching on a Sunday or preaching from a stage. Nehemiah had the ability to bring the team together to outwork the pattern. There was hard work. There was responsibility. Um, There was follow through with a plan. And so... I think that it's amazing for us to be able to have podcasts like we do here in Origin Gate and for us to listen to messages and go to conferences and attend different services. But from my perspective, quite honestly, I think that there's a lot of people that have incredible things in their heart that come from Yahweh that they haven't expressed or they haven't fulfilled, they haven't articulated, they haven't engaged with, they haven't walked out because for a majority of believers in the body of Christ as it stands today, their role in a service, in a gathering, etc. is to sit down and listen. 
and I think that most people would agree that there is a large amount of passivity in the body of Christ. And and part of that is the responsibility of leaders to, like Nehemiah did, he had the ability to engage the vision, articulate the vision, assign responsibility according to the vision, right? And so when he assigned different people to build different portions of the wall, he gave instruction, he gave responsibility for people to carry out and so I just cha- I challenge all of us um, to look at what, what would this sort of thing look like in our day and age? What would it look like we fully embraced the dreams that Yahweh has placed in our heart? If we fully acknowledged and honored that which was in our heart, if we walked it out to its fullness. One of the lessons that Yahweh showed me as well is that Although our scroll is very clearly defined in heaven, there are a multitude of valid expressions of that scroll here on the earth. And the way he said this to me is that I set the key and you play the melody. And that, if you can grasp that, it's just such a powerful thing because you know that within a certain key, there, there are, there's a scale and and any range of notes within that scale works well with the notes that are played in that key. And so what Yahweh was saying to me is by him setting the key and me playing the melody is that there's um, a level of freedom and input and spontaneity and um, yeah, creativity that I get to apply in the outworking of my scroll. Yeah, he sets the tone, he sets the direction, he's determined the contents of the scroll, but there are a whole range of notes that sound beautiful within um, yeah, that specific scale. And so I think that with Nehemiah, uh, he was given the authority to do something, but not only was he given the authority, he took the authority, he took the initiative. He took the steps that were required, and like I said, just reiterating, without instruction. And so my question to you is, what is in your heart? What is Yahweh placed in your heart? Have you honored it? Have you acknowledged it? Have you articulated it? Have you spoken to the leaders in your life about it? Have you understood the, the resources that are required um, to fulfill what's in your heart? And what would uh, things look like if all of us actually carried out what Yahweh placed in our heart? And my answer to that question is, it would look like heaven on earth. And eventually that's what's going to take place. It's through the collective contribution of everyone who carries a piece of the puzzle, bringing their piece of the puzzle to the middle, creating the full picture of heaven on earth. Thanks for listening, guys.